Welcome to episode number 14 of the Unleashed Academy podcast. My name is Carla Burns and in today's podcast we'll be talking about partnering with experts to bring businesses to the cloud with Chung Hui from Business Continuum. Hey Chung, lovely to have you here with us today. Hi Carla, how are you? I'm very good, very good. I'm looking forward to talking with you because you've been one of our most successful implementation partners and you've been with us quite a few years now. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your company, Business Continuum. Sure. So I'm a director and founder of Business Continuum. We started up uh, three years ago. Previously to that, I was a chartered accountant at a big four accounting firm in Melbourne. And I decided to move into cloud implementation because I saw there was real value in this space for clients and real value to um, enhance how they're doing business. And in an accounting firm, we were able to proofread that and able to see what was uh, not what, working. Yeah, what was available, what software was available, yeah. but there was this missing component of actually helping clients select the right solution, helping them get set up on it and provide the training yeah. um, to really unlock the value of uh, software solutions like Unleash, like Xero. And so that's there was a real opportunity there in the, um, in the marketplace. I mean, there's a real opportunity there in the marketplace, but um, more importantly, I saw that without that assistance, businesses weren't gonna take on their solutions as quickly. So basically, Business Continuum came along and kind of identified that there was quite a gap in the market, really, in terms of people being able to help. Yeah, and, but more important, I think, is there was an opportunity for businesses to um, really be transformed and take these features and solutions that were previously exclusively for the big enterprise clients of the world, um, big enterprise customers of the world, and now for a couple of hundred dollars a month, uh, a, a business can manage all their inventory, yeah. um, I, you know, identify when they're running low on stock, um, keep track of all that, you know, automatically purchase items that are low on stock, set economic order quantities, yeah. and do all these really sophisticated things that were previously weren't available to them um, and do it quite, quite cheaply and, and quite easily. So really you were looking at moving away from sort of providing solutions, but actual business business solutions to clients rather than product solutions. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we have a, a saying internally that um, no one woke up, um, no business owner woke up thinking that they were needed unleashed. Um, what they wake up thinking is that they need to get control of their business, that they've got business problems they need to solve. And unleashed, whether it's unleashed, zero, workflow max, they're tools that we can use to help clients solve those business problems. Yeah, I completely understand that. So you talked a little bit about there about Unleash. So how did you actually find out about the Unleash software solution? Uh, well, Unleashed has been one of the, was one of the early add-ons in the Zero ecosystem. So they've been around uh, for a long time. And obviously um, as one of those first add-ons were pretty heavily promoted. But more importantly, I think Unleashed is a really, is a really important add-on um, in the inventory space because there are so many clients that do need um, an inventory management solution. We come across so many clients that managing their stock on a spreadsheet or just eyeballing their stock, having a look at the shelf and seeing what's low, what's low, what's run out. Yeah. Um, and these can be businesses that are selling thousands of different products who have just outgrown their current processes yeah. and have been yearning for an inventory solution like Unleashed or like some of the other inventory solutions out in the market. So in terms of a lot of the people that you're encountering, um, inventory is kind of one of their first kind of business problems that they're trying to resolve in their business? Yeah, we find we work with a lot of accounting firms, for example, and um, we talk to them about the services and the software solutions out there in the market. And the ones that they most readily identify for their clients as needing is inventory solutions because it is so clear and so easy to ask to identify a client that is buying and selling stock. Yeah. And then uh, also pretty easy to identify when a client isn't doesn't have 
a good process or a good software solution in place to manage that. So it's, it's kind of one of those like problems that's really easy to identify quite early on if, if a business is experiencing it. You can yep. kind of easily see that there's a stock issue, whereas you know, some other business processes are a little bit harder to kind of, to kind of put a, a finger on, as it were. This is quite yeah. an easy one to resolve quite easily for clients. I'd say so. I think, um, I think a lot of businesses um, who are buying and selling stock um, outgrow you know, the spreadsheet, outgrow uh, MYOB or zero inventory quite quickly yes. um, as they're growing. And um, then there is a real, at that point, there's a real urgent need to have something with the capability of Unleashed or the other inventory yep. solutions in market. So with that in mind, like where did Unleash fit into your cloud strategy? You obviously offer a number of yep. sort of cloud solutions within your, your business. Where did Unleash fit in, in terms yep. of what you're offering? Yeah, so we, um, we started implementing Workflow Max and Zero Practice Manager. That's still a big part of what we do. But as we were talking to more accountants and identifying the needs of their clients, it became really clear to us that um, we needed to, um, a common request or a common requirement was an inventory solution for a lot of those businesses. Yeah, we saw a lot of value in an inventory solution for, for these small businesses. Um, and so that's something that was really critical for us to add to our capability. Mm -hmm. And obviously we're not the only inventory solution on the marketplace. Mm. So what made you kind of select Unleashed as one of the, the, the key inventory apps that you, you wanted yep. to kind of back and work with? Um, I'd like to say it's, um, we started based on features and based on the reliability and the reputation of Unleashed having been around for so long. Yep. We think it's really important when selecting a software solution to pick one that has been in market a while. Yeah, um, we, we have been around for nine years now and got quite an established customer base, which yeah, is great. that's right. And um, we also like the fact that Unleashed had a product roadmap that was constantly being added to and yep. constantly rolling out new features. That's a sign of a healthy, a healthy add-on yes. um, solution. Um, but what's really drawn us to Unleashed and the Unleashed team has been their real people first approach, whether that's to customers, whether that's to their support yep. um, method, um, whether that's to you know, interacting with us and yes. working to, um, and partnering with us. Um, so we've really appreciated that part of our relation, the relationship with Unleashed. So you feel like you've got quite an involvement in kind of the product that's been offered to your end clients as opposed to just something that you're passing through? Yeah, that's right. We find um, Unleashed support team to be quite responsive. Um, we find that feature requests are responded to. You know, in a timely manner, not always put on the roadmap right away, but yeah. we get a response, yeah. and um, we've you know, we've seen the engagement from the product team at Unleashed has been terrific as well. Oh, that's really awesome to hear, and I guess that's a really um, it, it makes you feel like you're kind of contributing to a better product for your for your clients in the long term. That's right. I feel it's a it's a real privilege to be able to provide that input and um, to see you know our. Um, our view on the market, our view on the product um, being taken seriously and, and applied yeah. to the product. So a lot of um, clients come to Unleashed and they'll choose to, to sort of implement the solution themselves, but what do you, when do you think a business should consider using an implementation partner? What, what's the advantages of using an implementation partner like yourselves? Yeah. Uh, I think the decision comes down to uh, two things, um, um, largely budget constraints, obviously. Yeah. Um, there is obviously an a cost to involving an implementation partner like ourselves. So for businesses in really early stage, um, we understand that they may want to and be able to um, implement themselves. Um, if they're starting from the ground from ground zero with minimal products, yeah. without much data, um, 
it can be easy to start because they're also then able to build their processes yep. to align with Unleashed. We're they, not having to remap and re-engineer how they run their business. And they don't seem they don't have all the legacy data to deal with, as it were, yeah, and legacy right. processes to think about. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And so at that at that early stage, we find it is quite common. And you know, um, Unleashed as well as other products um, will often provide a little bit of onboarding. And obviously, there's things like Unleashed Academy um, and other help files to to assist clients um, to get set up where I think it makes sense for them to start looking at an implementer like us um, is once they're a large size, like you said, when there is that legacy data, when there is, we're talking hundreds or thousands of, of product SKUs to bring across, yeah. um, how do we map that? How do we re-engineer the process? We're often also providing a bit of business consulting as well yeah. um, in terms of uh, at the same time, we're not just reviewing the software and how it's gonna be used, yeah. but what their business processes are currently, what the pain points are in those business processes and how we can re-engineer those to work efficiently with um, the, the inventory solution, um, but also to work efficiently with the business. Yeah, so it's not really just about, it's not really just about optimizing a tool, it's about optimizing a business and all the processes that run that business. Absolutely, we, um, we absolutely take a business first approach. Yeah. Um, when we're looking, um, when we're brought into a, a business, um, whether it's for an inventory solution or an accounting solution, um, we're really focusing on the business problems that we're trying to address. Yeah. And if that means we can cut out, um, we understand that and uh, refine those requirements and cut out a solution that they thought they needed, that that's probably no beneficial. Need. Yeah, yeah, it's probably beneficial overall. So in your time doing implementations with um, cloud, cloud software companies like Unleash, what changes have you seen in, in your clients? Like have you seen a kind of an evolution of clients? In terms of their attitudes towards yeah. the cloud, in terms of security concerns, yeah. you know, uh, I guess uh, internet speeds, latencies, yeah. all those things are changing. Like, has, has anything kind of majorly changed in the in the in the years that Business Continuum yeah. has been in business? We're probably seeing more clients uh, coming to us already on zero, right? And that's been really helpful. Not a, doing that initial migration, they're already at that point have already been on the yeah, cloud. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. a, a, it means we don't have to consider the accounting implementation as much. Yep. Um, but B, it also means that they're already comfortable with the cloud. They've yep. got their accounting software. They're used to logging in and having different user logins. Yep. Um, used to operating out of web browser rather than having to install software on, on a server somewhere. Um, so we're getting less of those questions, but we're still getting some pretty um, understandable and, and very reasonable questions around backups and security yep. of the servers and where is my data, who owns my data. We're still yep. getting those questions, but we're finding clients there is not that initial re resistance to cloud, as we were seeing maybe a few, even a few years ago. Cloud education's kind of moved on really now, isn't it? It's kind of an accepted thing. When your mother yep. knows about the cloud, you know that cloud's kind of become mainstream. Yeah, that's right. And I think when people think about it, um, cloud's completely pervasive. You know, everyone's yeah. on a smartphone. My, my parents are both on smartphones. Exactly. They've all got, they're all instant messaging, they're all on Facebook. Yep. And um, all that data is in the yeah. cloud already. It, it's it's weird that a generational change has kind of happened in the space of like a couple of years as opposed yeah. to actually a full generation. It's it's yeah. really changed the outlook of how we do business. Yeah, that's right. And that pace of change is, um, is really exciting, but also a little bit scary at times as well. Uh, yeah, it's hard for businesses to kind of keep up and keep pace um, mm. in terms of all the technology and the things that we need to be doing. So when you're piecing together multiple component solutions for your clients, what are the, some of the things that you look at to ensure a smooth integration for your clients? Yeah, we think it's really important to get a really clear understanding about what they're trying to achieve. Often clients come to us asking for more, thinking they need an inventory solution yeah. and a workflow solution and timesheets and, and you know, four or five or six different moving parts yes. um, that, to integrate together. 
Um, but when we get down to the bottom, get to the crux of it, maybe they don't need the inventory solution. Maybe actually all they need is job management because yeah. um, you know, they don't actually keep things in stock. It's all it's all ordered. Um, it's all ordered for their requirements yeah. um, to actually manufacture something. So that's actually a job-based process, yeah. for example. So we think that the first step is really understanding that and working with the client to um, set their expectations yeah. about what they need. Um, so sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I guess one of the things is sometimes clients actually don't know what their problem is. Is, is that sometimes the issue? That they know that they've kind of got yeah. something that's not working, but they don't actually understand what's causing it not to work. You're actually helping them define what their issues are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's and that's a really important component to it. Yeah. Um, so that they're clear about what they need and, and we are as well, so yeah. that we can then go and make the right recommendations yeah. in terms of software. That makes perfect sense. In terms of as you kind of, once you've moved past that recommendation, in terms of actually when you start the, the implementation itself, are there any issues around sort of like, do you look at like the data that the clients have got, you know, whether like lots of people with legacy data and legacy processes, is that something that you also have to think about when you do the implementation? Yeah, we're, absolutely. Where they're coming from is, is a really important consideration. So yes. if we're coming off a solution that we know we can export the data out into a flat file, then yeah. um, we know we've got something we can work with. Um, some other uh, more proprietary systems coming off a server. Um, sometimes it can be really difficult to get that data out and um, all we can do there is manage expectations as to what we're going to bring across yeah. um, and work with the client to understand what the process is going to be to get, it, get the information they need into the new system. So when it comes to like implementations, you obviously have some key requirements for success on your side. So what does that sort of look like in terms of project planning, follow up with clients, etc.? Uh, so our, our methodology um, involves uh, what we call a process design workshop. So we'll workshop with the client and their sort of key stakeholders, what their current processes are, to get a real understanding of how things work in their business right now, what's working, what's not, what are the pain points they're trying to resolve. Um, try and start setting expectations around what, it's, what the process is going to look like in the new system. We then gather all their data, review it, um, start doing some cleaning of the data. Um, start doing a sample migration of that data across and start configuring the system. Um, even though a lot of these um, software solutions are off the shelf, there's still a large degree of configuration and customization that can occur to make sure that these systems are set up correctly for that business's specific needs. Understood. Yep. Um, we'll then come back and demonstrate that solution to the client as we've set, as we set it up so that they can see how it all works and give us feedback. Following that, we then uh, do the final data migration, give them training, train their, them and their team to make sure that there's really good change management there yeah. um, and that from day one they're ready to go um, live with the new system Okay. and then we provide support because um, we find that you know in that first month there's going to be some teething time. problems yeah there's going to be teething problems there's going to be things that um, we haven't uh, they haven't told us about there's going to be edge cases that they haven't considered um, which will work with them to resolve in that first month that's fantastic and I mean it sounds to me like they're getting a lot more value add than just really implementing a solution in that process it's it's not what you'd think of um, when you think of an implementer, you think of someone who's literally going to install something for you. You're really giving them a lot more value add in that process because you're really thinking about how to optimize it for their specific business. Yeah, that's right. I, think that's, I like to think that's the differentiation between us and say just a standard onboarding service provided by um, you know, a, a, software, a software vendor is that we will, um, the client is paying us for that time spent to understand their business and to make sure that this is going to be, this is, well, whatever solution we implement is going to be the right fit um, and it's going to meet their business needs. And that's probably relevant in a situation where you've got a particularly complex solution with a number of, number of different moving parts and a number of integrations going on at the same time. Yeah, definitely. The um, complexity of the implementation goes up 
um, dramatically when we start adding in different different components and yeah. we need to make sure that they talk to each other yeah. um, the way they talk to each other works well and that we us and the client really understand how, how that data flow works so I mean it sounds like you've obviously had quite a few successful implementations under your belt um, in the time that you've been doing this have you in in that time come across clients who've tried to sort of self-implement or integrate solutions themselves and they've kind of got themselves into a little bit of bother um, you know what what would your advice be about sort of the DIY integrators because you, you come across that all the time um, particularly with some accounting practices who just sort of feel that they can just sort of maybe set set this offer up quite easily um, for their clients and then it doesn't always pan out quite as as yeah. one would hope yeah we get um, we get calls all the time from um, clients that have um, self-implemented or their accounts and a very basic implementation for them um, that conversation goes one of two ways either um, they're aware that um, things aren't working the way they should um, and that the system's not working at all for them, but they think it should, given their type of business. And so they ask, they put their hand up and ask for help yes. um, to, to, fix, to fix it. And that's a positive kind of, yeah. Yeah, and we think that's great that they're, um, yeah. they're acknowledging that and they, they want to persist with the solution and they know, acknowledge they need some help. Um, I can imagine the second. <laughs> yeah, and the second is uh, clients that have actually got, got things up and running, it's working okay, yeah. um, and they, but they know that they're not using the system yeah. to its full capability. Yeah and they want us to have work with them, um, yeah. to train them up, um, yeah. to show them additional features, to make sure that they're optimizing their use of the solution. And I'm pretty sure that there's probably a third option there too, where you get some people who just think that it's the solution that's failed um, when an implementation goes quite badly and their kind of reaction is, we need to rip it out because it's the product that's failed rather than the actual yep. processes behind. Yeah, that happens occasionally, yeah. um, and we'll we'll work with them to understand um, exactly which of those issues are maybe product limitations. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, a lot of times, for clients, getting confirmation of that allows them to move on and allows us to work with them to on workarounds or um, yeah, yeah. And, and getting the system sorted and, and working for them overall. It sounds like there's definitely a lot of benefits working with someone who can kind of help you understand, yeah, not not only what the tool can do but what it can't do. Um, which sometimes you don't actually fully appreciate until you're kind of in the midst of using it. In terms of cloud-based software, what do you sort of see businesses are going to need in the, in the foreseeable future? Because this space is obviously evolving quite rapidly. We've yep. moved from sort of like standalone systems to a situation now where businesses can obviously build out their own sort of bespoke system based on a whole pile of componentry. What do you foresee is going to kind of happen in the, in the short-term future? I think businesses are going to continue to want more efficiency on automation. Yeah. I think they're going to see more about, they're going to continually want more and more value from, from these solutions. Um, so I think that's going to continue. Um, but I think also that as clients are moving to cloud solutions, as they start using them for a couple of years, what they're going to really start expecting and wanting from the solutions they already use is to collect, take that data that they've been collecting um, across all that yeah. time and actually get insight into what um, and for the software to provide insights yeah. and to be proactive by using that data yeah. um, to help them make better decisions, help them get more control and more yeah. visibility over their business. So it's kind of like the opportunity that comes from aggregated data and, yeah. and what you can do with it for your business. Yeah, that's right. You know, we've got at the moment solutions that just do, do, do reporting, dashboarding, data visualization. And I think we're only just starting to see um, 
software vendors um, actually build in you know, machine learning and intelligence yeah. um, to actually help businesses make proactive decisions on the back of that yeah, data. Yeah, there, there's a phenomenal amount of literature out there at the moment that kind of data mining is the next big kind of yeah. area of interest. And yeah. I think when you think about the number of transactions that, that a piece of software processes in a day, mm. the amount of share information that you've got about about what happens in your business is huge. Yep. And, and once you're able to do something with that information, you can actually make a lot of really good business decisions. So yeah, that's right. it's definitely the next frontier. Yeah, that's right. And you know, we're seeing, just like with, um, with cloud solutions um, you know, a couple of years back, being providing functions and f uh, functionality that the big, the big players had before, I think we're going to see that with data as well. Yeah. That's going to filter down and we're going to see that open up to small and medium businesses. Yeah. Which I guess is, is, is quite timely because we kind of talk about um, business data being the next kind of frontier and I guess with everything that's gone on with the likes of um, Facebook and, and whatnot and, and hmm. the data and what's been done with it, obviously there's a lot of issues around kind of confidentiality of data. So in your role as a cloud implementer, you're obviously exposed to a lot of clients' confidential data and it places a huge emphasis of trust on you. So how do you sort of help clients um, develop that, that relationship of trust uh, mm. around handling their data? Yeah, I think there's two aspects to that. I think firstly is confidentiality. And um, you know, we make sure that our, um, our team um, have a real awareness and respect for the fact that we're being provided with really sensitive and privileged data from our clients and that they're entrusting that with us yeah. um, to do these projects. Um, so obviously we have confidentiality clauses in all, in all, our, in all our proposals. Um, so clients have that, uh, I guess, comfort that we're aware of that and, um, and that we, have, we know that we have a responsibility over that data. Um, we also make sure that we um, delete any sensitive data um, following the support period for any of our projects. Yeah. So that we're not retaining that. Um, and that flows on to the second point, which is the data breach. Um, you know, in Australia, we've got mandatory data breach reporting requirements, which came into effect this year. Yeah. So uh, I think a lot of industries are very aware of their obligations there, yeah. um, or at least to the fallout if uh, something does happen. Um, so we're very, we're very aware of that. So from a technical point of view, we're making sure that we've got all the systems in place to minimize the risk of a data breach. It sounds like it's something that you've put a lot of time and consideration into, which is, um, yeah, very, very reassuring for your clients and customers. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. So, I mean, we've we've talked a lot today about, um, you know, what it means to be an implementer. And, and I guess um, I certainly understand now that it's more than just about implementing a solution. It's really providing customers with, with total business advice and a, and a total oversight on how they can optimise their business. So... I guess on one last sort of note, what's what's the best advice that you've ever been given? Um, there's actually some advice I was given recently, um, which I think is quite powerful, uh, and that is to make something happen every day. Um, so I ask, like to it. ask myself every day, um, make something happen. Yeah, for today. you or for your clients, or just in general. In general, I think you know. It's, I think when we get busy, it's really uh, easy to get lost in the day to day. Yeah. Really busy to just get lost in the admin and the client work that we're doing. And um, as a business owner, um, it's easy to forget to work on the business and to make something happen, whether that's for for the business or for our team. Yeah. Um, so it's important to take a step back and make sure we're making a difference every day. Yeah, I like whether it. that's in work or, or life. Yeah, I like it. It sounds like a fantastic life life philosophy. Well, thanks very much for your time. Uh, thanks for listening to the Unleashed Academy podcast with me, Carla. 
Check us out at unleashedsoftware.com for more inventory tips and don't forget to visit the Unleashed Academy for more short and sweet videos on how to manage your inventory and much more. Thank <laughs> you.